Bitcoin donations to the Ukrainian military are soaring as Russia invades. So let's just get right into the story because it's getting pretty nuts in Ukraine. So Bitcoin donations to the Ukrainian army are soaring after Moscow launched a large-scale offensive against Ukraine early Thursday. New data from blockchain analytics firm Elliptic shows that over a 12-hour window Thursday, nearly $400,000 in Bitcoin was donated to Come Back Alive, a Ukrainian non-governmental organization providing support to the armed forces. The fresh round of crypto donations capitalizes on a trend seen in recent weeks in which donations totaling hundreds of thousands of dollars have flooded into Ukrainian NGOs and volunteer groups working to stave off a Russian offensive, according to Elliptic. Activists have deployed this cr- the crypto for a variety of purposes, including equipping the Ukrainian army with military equipment, medical supplies, and drones, as well as funding the development of a facial recognition app designed to identify if someone is a Russian mercenary or spy. Cryptocurrency is increasingly being used to crowdfund war with the tacit approval of Governments, said Tom Robinson, chief scientist of Elliptic, which sells blockchain analytics tools to banks and cryptocurrency platforms. Borderless and censorship proof. So volunteer groups have long augmented the work of Ukraine's military by offering additional resources and manpower. When pro-Russian Ukrainian President Viktor Yanukovych was ousted in 2014, for example, Volunteers stepped up to support protesters. Typically, these organizations receive funds from private donors via bank wires or payment apps. Cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin have become more popular, however, since they allow them to bypass financial institutions that might block payments to Ukraine. Volunteer groups and NGOs have collectively raised over $1 million in cryptocurrency, according to Elliptic, though that number appears to be quickly moving higher as donations come in amid Russia's newly launched offensive. Come Back Alive, which has accepted cryptocurrency since 2018, provides the military with equipment, training services, and medical supplies. Another group, the Ukrainian... Cyber Alliance has received close to $100,000 in Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ether, and a mix of stable coins over the last year. Since 2016, Alliance activists have engaged in cyber attacks against Russian targets, says Elliptic. On the other side, pro-Russian separatists have been raising funds in Bitcoin since the early days of the conflict. Lenin-based fintech data analyst Boaz Sobrato tells CNBC that some Russian officials mentioned they weren't shutting off opposition bank accounts for fear they'd push them into crypto fundraising, which is a lot harder to monitor. So Brada said there's a long history of crypto fundraising for controversial causes, from WikiLeaks to Russian opposition politician Alexei Navalny, who has been also been raising funds in Bitcoin. The Ukraine has also taken steps to embrace cryptocurrencies at a national level. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky and the parliament recently reached common ground on a law that legalizes and regulates cryptocurrency. The measure goes a long way toward elevating crypto out of the legal gray area where it currently sits, though it doesn't go as far as the law in El Salvador, which adopted Bitcoin as legal tender in September. On an official site visit to the the U.S. in August 2021, Zelensky spoke of Ukraine's budding legal innovative 
innovative market for virtual assets as a selling point for investment, and Minister of Digital Transformation Mikhailo Fedorov said the country was modernizing its payment market so that its national bank would be able to issue digital currency. War with Russia, however, could render all those plans moot. And here's the thing to really understand, right? And we're going to like actually like get into more detail in like another story, but this this is good and bad at the same time. And what I mean by this is that if the Ukraine military can raise funds in cryptocurrency, guess what? Russia, in their situation where they're getting hit with sanctions, where their banks are basically getting shut down, guess what they can do? They can also transact in cryptocurrency. Like Cryptocurrency is now at the position in the world where it can now truly be used to basically subvert typical financial institutions right you could use stable coins and basically not end up really ever needing to use a bank i don't suggest people to do that but i'm just saying if you're in one of these situations you could technically go do that right so this kind of gets into a really weird situation where now you pretty much have two militaries going at each other both can pretty much raise technically unlimited funds in the form of cryptocurrency and basically be able to use that funds from cryptocurrency to fund whatever it is that they actually want to go and do, right? Either to defend themselves or to invade. And basically it's pretty much going to come down, okay, who's going to be able to raise the most funds to be able to protect themselves or get the most amount of money to buy the most amount of weapons and bodies, basically, to get things done. And here's the thing. I think I think Putin is going to literally just take over all of Ukraine. Personally. That's what I think is going to happen. I think Putin is going to literally take over all of Ukraine. Because what is there to stop him? Right? There's literally nothing to stop him. Right? He's probably going to end up having the support of China. Right? Because if China ends up supporting Putin in this endeavor, then Putin is going to support China in taking Taiwan. And basically, if that happens, the United States is pretty screwed in a lot of different fronts, right? Like a lot of different fronts, right? So I know a lot of people may not necessarily pay attention to foreign affairs, but you should because Next time you fill up at the gas station, it's going to be more expensive. Next week, it's going to be more expensive. A few weeks after that, it's going to be even more expensive. I, it could very well, who knows, maybe get to like 6 or $7 per gallon. Because the problem with people in America pushing so hard for green energy, we don't necessarily, like the road doesn't just stop using oil, Right? the U.S. does is they end up buying oil that was drilled by Russia, 
by these other countries. So now we are dependent on these countries for their oil because since our country is trying to be so green, we are now dependent on basically enemies of this country, right? So it's just, it's going to get really nuts. Like gas is going to get really expensive. The chip issue is probably going to get even more expensive. Russia is going to have more access to even more potential nuclear power because of the resources within Ukraine when they probably end up taking over all of Ukraine. It's going to get really bad long term for the U.S. if nothing is done to stop Putin, right? If the United States decides to basically not do anything to Putin of actual, like, tangible worth, Putin is just going to take over all of Ukraine. A lot of people are probably going to die. And overall, financially speaking, the United States is going to be in a very bad situation. And that also means everyday people normal people in the United States is going to be financially affected. You're, like If you're living paycheck to paycheck right now and gas starts going like a dollar more expensive, two dollars more expensive, you're basically screwed. That's a lot of money in a very quick amount of time. Like That's a lot of money. So this could have like really massive effects on not just Ukraine, not just Taiwan, right? But also just the normal people living in the United States as well. And people really need to take this conflict very seriously.